Hey people, welcome to Kurt Vonnegut Radio. This is Gabe Hudson. And today I want to talk about Sinead O'Connor. Since her passing in recent days and thinking about her, I found myself moved and shaken in a way that maybe I haven't exactly ever felt before about somebody that I never met personally, you know, a celebrity, so-called celebrity or like a public figure. I mean, to me, she is a legendary artist, but I have to spend really shaken. And so I wanted to talk out a couple of things you know, that were just on my mind about Sinead. And, I mean, I still remember when her first album dropped, The Lion and the Cobra. I think it was like 88. And from that moment, you know, when I first started listening, then like some videos popped up on MTV, she represented for me, for those next many years, a kind of ideal for what a person could be I spent a lot of my life looking for Sinead's. She once said, I am neither a woman or a man. I am Sinead O'Connor. And now she's gone. And I'm heartbroken. Because she deserved so much better. Because this world was not good enough for her. And was not good enough to her. And it goes without saying. She was a Gen X icon. She gave us so much. It sort of feels like she gave everything. For us. Sinead was nothing if not a one woman revolution. Who struck a devastating blow to one of the patriarchy's most powerful institutions, the Catholic Church and its vile history of child abuse. She was a towering artist who carried the Gen X torch for those of us who were survivors of child abuse. She suffered a brutal childhood of her own in Ireland, but then miraculously rose from the ashes of all that horror and transformed herself into this exquisite, sublime songstress. And to honor Sinead and what she did for those of us who belong to that tribe of survivors, let me be clear. As a child... I was routinely subjected to violent physical abuse. If you know what I'm talking about, love and solidarity to you. She showed us how to draw potent art from our wound, and her songs connected us to our own power. She seemed to live from a place of shattering vulnerability, but then she was also this ferocious warrior poet, too. She's so far ahead of her time. I feel like 
clocks probably lived in fear of her. Her truth-telling was her greatest quality as a musician. Let me see if I could find a video here just so you could hear a little bit of what it sounds like when someone really tells you their truth. This is uh, Sinead O'Connor. It's a live performance of I'm Stretched on Your Grave, which is a ancient Irish ballad. And it's sung by the person who is singing to the dead. But this is just an extraordinary performance, if you can find it. Amazing, right? Like, you should definitely see if you can go find that video. Another example of her just shifting into a completely different gear, but to give you a sense just of her range and the beauty of her work. Uh, There's this cover of this old Irish song, All Kinds of Everything, and Sinead sang it with uh, Terry Hall. And... Well, I'll see if I can find this video for you so you can just hear a little bit of it. So if you can find that video, I definitely recommend that you uh, check out that song as well. So let's move now to like when Sinead ripped up that picture of the Pope on SNL. That may have been the most courageous gesture 
anyone in our generation has ever done. At the time, America, it was 1992, so America was fresh off its so-called, quote, victory in the first Persian Gulf War. And that's why on SNL, she sang that night Bob Marley's song, War. And I'm going to see if I can find that video for you so you can hear it. Um... You can hear when she winds down singing her version of Marley's song, and then she does her famous activity, which is the tearing up of the picture of the Pope. Let's see if I can find that video. So what did we just hear? We heard a battle cry. She sings Bob Marley's War, and then she holds up the picture of the Pope. And what we found out many years later, because remember, this was pre-internet. Her mother had that picture of the Pope hanging on her bedroom wall. And this was the same bedroom where Sinead's mother had, for years, physically and sexually abused her in the worst manner you could imagine just hideous so when her mother died at it and Sinead was 18 she took that photo of the Pope off the wall and she said she knew she would destroy it and then when the opportunity presented itself on SNL that's where she took that photo and she tore it up on national TV And the outrage and hate and violence directed back at Sinead was swift and ferocious. Lorne Michaels banned her from ever performing on SNL again. And then the next week on SNL, Joe Pesci, as host, he calls her out and says if he'd been there, he would have, quote, given her a smack. Then Frank Sinatra wades into the media and says he, quote, wants to kick her ass. Kurt Vonnegut had a theory about artists and their role in society. He said, quote, I have the canary bird and the coal mine theory of the arts. You know, coal miners, he said, used to take birds down into the mines with them to detect gas before the people got sick. The artists certainly did that in the case of the Vietnam War. They chirped and keeled over. Now, I think Sinead was our canary in the coal mine. She was sounding the alarm. Remember, there was no internet back then, so it was shocking to see her do that. 
on live TV, but it's not like afterwards we could just go online and watch Sinead rip up that picture 300 more times like we would today. And it's not like we could then comment about it and post about it. It just became something you thought about, the memory of it. It was like a seed that had been planted deep inside of you. And it grew. Now, two weeks later, after the SNL thing, she performed at Madison Square Garden. While all this hate is raining down on her in the the subsequent two weeks after SNL, and the media turned on her, everybody turned on her. Madonna turned on her, said all kinds of vile, cruel things about her. Madonna was threatened by her success and by her force, and she should have been. Sinead is obviously, to my mind, the superior artist. Like, it's not even close. But anyway, two weeks after that SNL thing, she performed at Madison Square Garden. She walks out to the microphone on the stage. It's nighttime. Huge audience. And they instantly start booing her. And I'm going to see if I can find that video for you. But, you know, if I can find that video for you, what you're about to hear is Sinead standing there on stage in a blue shirt in front of this massive crowd booing her. And then she steps up to the microphone and she starts singing with a righteous fury, Bob Marley's song, War. I'm looking for that right now to see if I could pull that up for you. Now, this last verse that she sings is really interesting, so pay attention, and it's something that caught my, I mean, because, of course, I knew all my Marley and Peter Tosh back then, of course, I was already listening to all this, Um, but what you're going to see is she does something with the lyrics, and basically, I'll just tell you in advance, she starts to blend lyric that tells her story into Bob Marley's verse and it just switches lines for a couple times so you're going to hear her at one point she says child abuse yeah child abuse yeah then she's going to switch over to Marley's lyric and she goes subhuman bondage has been toppled of course she sounds a lot better than I do Then she switches over to her lyric, and it's her story again. And it says, a girl is destroyed. 
And then the final cry, the final line. She says, Marley's lyric, everywhere is war. So, but just listen to how she does that. Here we go. So, what did we just hear? That was a battle cry. But it was also an art lesson. She showed us how, right there, I I remember knowing this. How two artists could blend their truth together and create something new like that. How one artist could inspire another artist. It was an art lesson. And that night, she ripped the ceiling off of my imagination about what a person could do. Because she was the canary in the coal mine. Just like her Vonnegut said. And decades later, when she did an interview with The Guardian, she talked about how ripping up that picture of the Pope a couple weeks earlier at SNL had impacted her musical career, but in a positive way. Here's a quote from The Guardian. It says, she probably is still most famous for ripping up the picture of John Paul II. Has that defined her career? Sinead answers, quote, yes, in a beautiful fucking way. There was no doubt about who this bitch is. There was no mistaking this woman for a pop star. But it was not derailing. People kept saying, oh, you fucked up your career. But they're talking about the career they had in mind for me. I fucked up the house in Antigua that the record company dudes wanted to buy. I fucked up their career, not mine. It meant I had to make my living playing live. And I am born for live performance. So where do we go from here? Me, I'm going to continue to mourn, process, listen. But for me, this is key. At the same time, I will rededicate myself to the truth telling that she showed us how to do. I think she would be glad to know that her legacy and her music gives us strength in the struggle. Thank you, Sinead. Thank you. And I say war.